Welcome to Death and Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I'm MK. And I'm Courtney. And Courtney, how are you? Well, I'm I'm refreshed but tired. Um, as we all know, and by all I mean me and you, uh, yesterday was Easter. Yes. And uh, it was really nice, but also I did a lot. Yeah. Which I don't normally do on Sundays. Correct. So um I left work at one on Saturday night, which means the Jersey trains aren't running then anymore. And so I uh came home and got little Sadie and we popped in an Uber to go to Jersey, which is one million and three dollars in case you were wondering. Correct. Um, exactly. And we got to Jersey a little after two and went to stay at Noel's and had a little sleepover and uh then Sunday morning, we got up, and I cooked, and I made ham and chicken, because Noelle doesn't eat ham, and green bean casserole, and peas, and rolls, and mashed potatoes, and then I made a cheesecake with blueberry topping that I made homemade, blueberry topping, and I ordered Cool Whip, and they gave me heavy whipping cream, so I made homemade Cool Whip, too, to put in the pie, and um, I made my homemade chocolate pie, and it finally set for the first time this year. I am so stoked. Like every year I try to make a chocolate pie. It doesn't set. And then I cry. So this was very nice. I think it's because they had a really good gas stove. So I could like play with the temperature a lot while I was cooking it. Yeah. Um, It was really nice. And then we watched Cabaret, which was, that was my first time watching it. And it was uh, so fun. I took two naps in the middle of it, but I was just really tired. They were like power naps. So I could make it through the movie. Yeah. It was a really good movie, though. Um, yeah, and then I, I took Sadie on her first trains because um, we took the Jersey Transit back because it was a normal time of day when I left New Jersey as opposed to 2 a.m. Yeah. And so she did not care for the Jersey Transit, but we did take the subway from Penn Station back to my apartment, and she was only upset about the fact that she couldn't just wander freely on the train. Otherwise, she was fine. So I think she's ready to take over the world. She can go anywhere so. anytime. I love That's what that. it sounds like to me. So how are you? I love that. I am also tired. Um, I had three Easter's yesterday. I knew about two of them, um, but then Saturday night, uh, Dan let me know that we also had to do dinner at his dad's. <laughs> um. Which then his dad last night, we were all talking and he said that next year he thinks he wants to do Easter the week after so that we don't all have to run around and do everything as much. And it it won't be, it'll be better for us to only have to like, not just me and Dan, but his sisters too, like to not have to do that. So, but, um, we had, we started out as moms and, um, I love his mom. I do. She is the queen of um, feeling the need to over-prepare for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there were five different kinds of quiche, um, four different meats, like six appetizers, doubled, like so oh, many I did things. Doubled egg too. Um, there were 15 of us. So, like, sure, quantity, but, like, yeah, it was a lot See, of food. I, I made a lot of food, and there were 
three of us. So I'm not sure how I probably could have fed 15 people based yeah. on what I did. Yeah, but and that, yeah, she could have fed 100. Yeah. That sounds um, right. Then we went to meet my parents, and technically we didn't actually eat with my family because my family well, goes out to brunch. We didn't do the cooking thing. Mm-hmm. And I texted my mom to let her know that we were on our way. Um, the server was freaking out because they were trying to put the buffet away. And I was like, it's really fine. We just ate. We'll be great. Um, so we did. We just spent some time with my family. And then we went to his dad's and his dad made prime rib <laughs> with rice, homemade rice pilaf and like spinach Rockefeller. Sounds so good. It was. And then he made homemade lemon meringue pie dip. So, like, not a pie, like a dip. And he had like pizzelles and homemade pie pieces to like dip into the dip and everything. He also gave me about 150 pounds of Easter candy. Um, I did Easter candy. Listen, between my parent, between my parents and my grandma and Dan's dad, I literally have so much candy. I don't know what to do with it. You can send it to me. Okay. I'll take it. Um, but yeah, it was it was lovely. It was a lot of food. Um, and then we ended the night watching Hogan's Heroes with his my dad and his siblings. It was great. Um, yeah. And so it was just nice. Lots of family time. Yeah, that does sound nice. Um, I'm nice. now angry that I don't need candy. I forgot about Easter candy. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm sure if you go to Walgreens, it's on sale now because Easter's over. Yeah, but then I'd like go to Walgreens. Fair, valid. You really DoorDash it. I DoorDash things from Walgreens all the time. I do too, but I have a CS literally at the corner. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a valid complaint. Yeah. Um, but speaking of things that are nice, how can you help us be spiritually guided for today? Well, I just moved everything around because Sadie is in my way and trying to pull all my cords apart. But I found As my she does. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. Shout out to all the badasses who haven't always felt great lately, but who have kept on getting up anyway and refusing to quit. I love it. I feel like some people might need that today. Like me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. I'm the one that. Yes. All right. Well, today I like for I have no energy today, so I deeply apologize for like the candor of this podcast. I feel like it's going to be like ASMR levels of putting people to sleep right now. Um, but we are talking about Stargate SG One season three. Episode 11, Past and Present. Yep. It, was rated, it was rated 7.6 stars, which I kind of agree with. The only reason I don't like it is because it was rated higher than the one before. Honestly, it felt a little high. And again, this may be a placement issue on my end, but yeah. it was like so much happened, even though, you know, how I felt about the last episode. So yeah. much happened last episode for us to just like calmly come into this episode. And I was like, this 
just feels yeah. really a place. And then and then it really was actually a really good episode and there was some cool stuff and it like actually touched on a like open-ended story. Right. But it just felt so bland average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it aired on October 15th, 1999. Um the we have the same number one song from last weekend, the same number one book, the number one movie. Is Fight Club, which I still haven't seen. It's okay. I have the book, and I was going to read the book first. Yeah. Um, there was no real news. I literally could not find anything. I spent so long doing a deep dive to the point where I like went to the Google archives to look at random pictures of newspapers from those days, and I found an article that made me laugh so hard. Um, my sister's mother-in-law thought I was on crack <laughs> um, because there was an article written on February or October 19th or 15th, 1999, sorry, um, that was explaining to the newspaper readers that Microsoft believed that by 2006, we would have digital news kiosks where we could all read newspapers online. Well... We can do that. We can indeed do that. So good for 1999. Yep. I just, that was, it amused me to no end. Um, Also, the fact that they were then explaining what a digital news kiosk meant in the article was the best. Because I don't know if you tried to explain that to somebody today. I think the word in there that they wouldn't know is kiosk. (laughs) <laughs> I guess that's true because I I don't know I think about kiosk like are they one like out in the world digital like like freestanding kiosk for reading news no they meant like websites okay they were, okay they were and they were like explaining what that is because this is a time before like I mean remember 1989 is when Google was invented they don't even have YouTube yet correct so like but now like sure i like you talk about like there's kiosks in the mall um right like at disney world there's the difference between a food kiosk and a quick service location like whatever Mm -hmm. but like most people now digital and news are not the words they would need help with right right i just found it very amusing that's so funny um we have um some of our normal people here for the team we've got it's directed i don't know what kind of english language just happened but i don't know what you're telling me right now it was directed by william garrity written by tor alexander valenza and edited by rick martin so no one's out of an ordinary our guest star who played kira is named megan leitch she is known for X-Men Evolution, Stargate, and the X-Files. Um, okay. She also appeared Those in all Chilling things Ad- I've seen now. <laughs> she also appeared in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, um, Fringe, and Supernatural. Um, X-Files is one of the few where she actually didn't have like a tiny one-off role. Like it was a recurring character. I think she was only in like six episodes of the whole series, but she mm. played um which one is which 
Jillian Anderson is Scully. Mm-hmm. She played her sister. Got it. Got it. I have seen her then. I was like, I don't know if I've seen that episode because I'm only like three seasons in or something. Yeah, no, she plays her sister. So she's in like spread throughout a couple episodes, but like not. Well, she looks very different, even though this was very similar time periods. I would not have recognized her from that. I mean, to be fair, she looks very different from her first introduction into the episode than from the end of the episode. Like her hair is a character of its own. I guess that's true. So, I don't know. Um, we open the episode on a gate room that looks more like a storage room mm-hmm. and everything's like covered up and unused and they're trying to figure out how like it is this way. They're like looking through the stuff, trying to figure out why the gate is open, but all of the stuff around it isn't. Right. And as they're, like, trying to figure it out, um, Teal'c sees some people coming, so they all hide. And this man and woman come down the stairs, and they are dressed like it is 1919. (laughs) Yes. Like, we are, we have moved on since this episode came out, but we've moved, like, super far from where these people were. Correct. Like, genuinely, like, that wasn't an exaggeration. They look like it is turn of the century. Yeah. Um... And the woman is, like, super certain that she heard a sound. And she was like, I think there was an explosion. And the guy was like, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. And they're arguing over whether there was noise from this room. And Jack, like, pops out. And he's like, it was us. We were the explosion. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Hi. Um, and so they're like, who's in charge? And they're like, well, us. <laughs> okay. Um. And so they, like, introduce themselves, and then they say their names, and Teal'c says his name, and they're like, that's kind of a weird name. Who would, right. who would name you that? And he's like, my dad. And they're like, oh, my God. You remember your dad? <laughs> that. I was oh, like, that is a strange question. Correct. Um, so then when everyone else has this similar reaction to their question. <laughs> Um, they tell the t- SG-1 team about the Vorlex, which was a time when there was, like, some weird explosion or something. They have no idea what happened. But when they woke up, everything they knew was gone. I'm still here. I'm so sorry. I was reaching for something, okay. and it took me too long to reach for it. It's okay. But I'm back. You're good. Um, but, like, by everything they knew was gone... They literally mean everything they knew. Like, they have no idea. They have no knowledge of anything. No knowledge of anything. But, like, weirdly, that's not true. Because they, like, know how to be people. Like, it's not like they, like, went back to, like, infancy and they don't know, like, how to feed themselves or how to dress or how to talk. They, like, just have no memory of their identity. Yeah, so it's like a identity crisis, but not like a motor skills crisis. Right. I guess. So it's like um, a very selective amnesia. Yes. Um, which Sam, of course, says that she believes it's some kind of mass amnesia. And they're like, okay, well, we have to take you guys to Kira. I'm like, okay, who's, who's Kira? Um, there's also some weird tension because the man seems to be obsessed with Kira and the woman is like, 
very jealous. Yeah. Yeah, but they um, don't know their relationship with each other either. Yeah, it's weird. Um, they also say that, like, all of their elders are missing and and their children. There is no old people or children anywhere in this society. Yeah, which is so weird. All of this is very strange. There are a lot concerned. of red flags happening in this episode, and I, they, like, don't even seem concerned about it. Yeah, I... I have issues with that. Um, I mean, clearly someone is concerned, just not like the general public. Right. Well, um, I'm concerned. I can tell you that much. Yeah. So they're taken to see Kira, who is working at a hospital. And she is like, seems to be like a doctor or something. She's like helping people. And she's like mixing weird like herb powders to like help people breathe and stuff. But she also has no idea who she is or why she's doing that. But she has this knowledge. It's literally like just the identity issue because she has knowledge she had before. But like not all of it because she doesn't know what she's doing. She just knows that she should be doing it. Like it's very. But she knows how to do it when she does do it. Like, yeah, it's. It's like a plot hole, I'd say. Of a, I, a- I don't believe it is, but it's because of what we find out the problem is later. It's very specific. I was ringing my Did your doorbell just ring? I don't know. I'm not answering it though. Okay. Um. um so, gonna go get it. Don't worry. Okay. Good. Um. Uh, you th- oh, you think it? It still doesn't explain it. Uh, yes and no. Like, I get why the main character might would have very specific, but it's like, how did you target specific memories that you're not going to remember? And it's like, everyone has I different memories, you I know? Like, I don't think it's targeted. I, I, when we get to there, I'll okay. talk about that. But, um, so, um, owner, I think is his name that yeah. I wrote down. Um, he introduces them and Daniel, like tells her um, who they are and they're like talking and she's like, oh, you're a doctor. And he goes, well, yes. And then he says something that I wish he would just explain all of the time because the way he explains what a doctor of archaeology is for the first time in this episode makes sense. Yeah. He says that he's a doctor of the past. And that, I was like, to all these people that you're trying to explain what archaeology is, like, fuck off. Just say that. <laughs> Just say that. It makes sense. And she's like, well, that's perfect because that's what we need. We don't know what our past is. So, like, that's the perfect kind of doctor. Right. And so she takes them to a library and she's like, these are all of the books in our library. This is all of the knowledge that we have. And I've been trying to read it to try to figure out any answers. And ooh, I'm so sorry. And I know things, but I don't. <laughs> um, and so they're like, they weirdly are like, oh, well, you got this. I was like, when have they ever just been like, moving on? Yeah. So that was weird. Um, But she's like, no, like, I don't, because there's a very specific time limit on this, because um, not only 
were our memories affected? Like our economy and our agriculture and everything was affected. And like, we're going to run out of food if I don't figure it out soon. Which like that tracks. Yeah. Especially if they're like, who is the farmer? If you don't remember that your job is the farmer. Yeah. Right. Like. No matter if you know how to farm. Yeah. Um, so. But also like, so, maybe it does. Maybe that's another plot point issue I have. It's like, she still remembers how sciencey things work. So like, just test people out. See which one remembers. How yes. Which, yes, but then that turns out that that's not the actual issue. Um, And clearly people are doing jobs that they may or may not know how to do, really, um, because the society is still functioning and they're attempting to do things. But then once we find out what the actual issue is, it makes sense that all of the crops were destroyed because that was originally what happened in the first place. Right, right. Like, um. So as they're talking, Kira, like, figures out that they're from a different world. She's just like, I just, I can tell that you guys are for sure not from this planet. Because if you were, like, you would not, you would know nothing. And you clearly know things. And so, like, that's weird. And so they just, they tell her that they came through the Stargate. And she's like, oh, Stargate, I know that word. It was in this book. And they're like... Because so far, we've not met any other society that calls it a Stargate. Yeah, because they call it all kinds of different... I've just forgotten every other term they've ever used for it. The Chapa Eye is the... Chapa Eye is the one I was thinking. Yeah. Uses. And, like, the Nox call it something else that I don't remember, but, like... It's not the Stargate. Yeah. Um... And so she is reading them the things that are written in that book that she had explaining who Stargate, the, 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 explaining the Stargate. And it turns out that the woman who came through the gate and taught them all these things was Linnea. Yep. Who I had forgotten existed. Well, if you, we- if you remember when we watched the episode with Linnea and we talked about it I said don't worry we will address this again in season three I don't remember anything about Linnea from the episode <laughs> that we watched well lucky for you they go into a little brief overview of who Linnea is and explain the whole situation of the prison planet and the destroyer of worlds to Kira and also to us yes um, because they know that they have no idea how to pace seasons and no one remembers anything they've ever told us. Um, I remembered. Okay, but you also had seen this before. Like your first time around. Um, so then Dr. Fraser and the med team come and they're checking everyone out to like discover if there's any kind of um, like biological cause for the amnesia. Um, and the teams are doing all their research and Daniel and Kira are like in a corner doing like research and getting way too cozy for comfort. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's only been like, what, like three seconds since Shari died. Correct. Um, and she's getting like really frustrated because she's looking at these pictures in the book and she recognizes the people, but like none of them are, there 
And she also doesn't know why she recognizes them. And also, like, all of their elders are missing. Like, everyone in these books, like, doesn't exist anymore. And she's very confused. Mm -hmm. And also, there are still no children, which is very concerning to everyone, apparently. I mean, like, worse things could happen than there to not be children. Right. It's also interesting that, like, they, like, have enough memory of what relationships are and things to know that, like, they could be married and there should be children. And, like, they know these things, but they also don't know anything. It's very confusing. Yeah. So, um, so Jack, Sam, and Teal'c are at a different table doing their own research that does not involve flirting with the curly-haired blonde woman. And they are discussing the possibility of uh, Linnea being behind the Vorlix. And if um, this, it's interesting, they discuss the um, psychological backlash of this counting as a destroying of a world. They're like, is, it is though. Like, Yeah, I mean, if no one knows what's happened and people are missing and this whole it and their just, agriculture like and economy, yeah, and their and their yeah. agriculture and infrastructure is like collapsing. Then yeah, like it's a really sick way to do it. It's not really her normal mo, but it definitely is um, a destruction. So I mean, it's the same concept of like whenever uh, the which one Apophis took over Abydos, and it's like he didn't kill the people. I mean, I'm sure he did kill some people, but he didn't kill the people necessarily. He just enslaved them and then changed them all to Jaffa a lot, or not? Not no, Chulak is what I was thinking. Oh, Chulak, or Chulak. or the re, or the Ritu trying to destroy right. um, all the host planets rather than kill the Gold. Right. So this isn't like unheard of to Correct. be a destruction of a planet. Yeah. Um. So then Janet brings her information back, says that it is in fact a mass amnesia, and she is wants to take some volunteers back to the SGC to run some MRIs and do other tests and like get a better idea of neurologically what is happening. And Kira volunteers to go, but also like to help. Like she's like, I clearly am a doctor. I guess maybe sort of like let me. Let me help you. Like, I want to figure out what's going on. Right. Um, right up my alley. Yeah. So they do take Kira and Orner and, um, oh, I, I wrote and the, and then wrote her name that we don't know her name. I just knew it from the credits. Um, I can't remember what they ever called her anywhere until the end of the episode when we find out her actual name. Um, no idea. But the girl who is jealous of Orner running right. over Kira. There were too many um, new names that I also, like, the only one I remembered was Kira. <laughs> that was the only one I remembered yeah. by the episode. Um, so they go to the infirmary for testing. Um, and Dr. Frazier shows them on the MRI that there's some kind of residue on their synapses, which is blocking, like, the electrical current. And that's why um they can't like have memory because their synapses aren't firing correctly and that's why it's so selective because it's only on that part of the brain and which is the part that like is your identity core Mm -hmm. but it's not the part that controls your like innate abilities right 
or your ability to learn new information. So like the agriculture, the relationships, all of that stuff could have been gotten from the books that they read post the Vorlicks, Mm -hmm. but their ability to know who they themselves are and recognize identity and memory was not. So that's why I don't think it's actually a plot hole. I think memory is very tricky and I don't understand enough to tell you what is or is not. Right. No, and memory is tricky. It felt like, I feel like I can make a lot of arguments like, well, what about this specific thing? What about this specific thing? But I also think that that could be said about any movie that deals with amnesia. Like this is not a yes. one-off I mean, issue even, for me. Even in 2023, the idea of understanding memory is like still something we don't really understand, but at least they had like the correct like brain lobe and like centers of the brain for yeah. it to be that. And they like had the science and the explanation of their like functioning without memory down. It wasn't so... It is a slippery slope because anytime you're working with amnesia, it becomes a slippery slope, but I don't necessarily think it was a plot hole because I think for this knowledge they had of memory in 1999, it was not done poorly. Oh, no. No, I don't think they did it poorly. This is more like 2023 hindsight, and I still think if they did it in 2023, I would still have issues with what they've, you know, come up with because I think so much left to to decide for memory. Right. uh, Yeah, so it's not... This isn't a critique of the episode, I guess. No, it's just you said something earlier about it being a plot hole, and that's why I don't think it yeah, is. Like, I, I think, think plot it's hole a, the wrong word. Okay. I was like, I definitely yeah. think it's it's um a tricky subject because mm-hmm. memory in general is a tricky subject. But I think I don't fault the script for whatever is or isn't correct about the the how memory actually works. Especially in ninety-nine. Yeah. Um, Kira thinks it's from, I wrote the DDT type thing because I can't remember what it was, but earlier yeah. when, that's how, earlier, I mean, that's what she referenced it as, or Daniel, yeah, Daniel referenced it earlier when Kira and Daniel were doing their cozy research, they were talking about, um, basically a pesticide that had been causing issues on Umbias before the, um, Vorlix, and she thinks that that substance that's blocking their uh, synapses is probably the same substance, which um, is called, I wrote it down later. It is called something with a D, but Dargal, Dargal is what it looks like I said. I think so. I think that's right. Um, Again, I did not keep terms in my brain. Of course. (laughs) But so she also, like, um, is, like, super, like, she's like, okay, well, it must be this Dargal. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to figure out. And um, Janet's like, why don't you just, like, take a breather? We literally just found out that there is some, like, foreign substance in your brain. Like, maybe calm down. Mm -hmm. Um. So while the Daniel takes the people from Vias off around the camp while the other people do their jobs, um, and Daniel takes Kira to her room and is basically, like, attacked by her. Yeah. Um, 
And he's like, hey, my wife just died like yesterday. Yeah. But this is, oh, last week I referenced the fact that, um, that there was something in this episode this week that I thought was interesting because when she tries to convince him and he's like, I don't know about that. He goes, my wife is gone. Or he goes, I I just lost my wife. And he goes, okay, well, I lost her a while ago, but now she's actually gone. And I was like, he is at least cognizant of the fact that his grief journey is very odd. Yes. Um, not to stop him in the past from making out and whatnot. Right. But in the past, we have found ways to make it not his fault. Um, and in this one, it starts off not his fault. But <laughs> then but then he's like, yeah, I can't, I can't kiss you because my wife died yesterday. And she's like, but what if we find a cure and I remember who I am and I really am married to Orner and I never get to experience how I feel for you. He's like, well, then fuck it. And starts making yeah. out with her. <laughs> And I'm like, what he just happened? Very little convincing. He, he, if we forgave him in the past, this is the one that I'm like, okay, Daniel Jackson, you had all these reasons in the past why this was okay. No, you just keep like messing around with people who aren't your wife. And now she's dead. So it's at least not like, right. He's no wrong. longer cheating on her. Right. It's just icky. It is icky. Ugh. Um, um, so then Sam has, while Daniel is off doing whatever the fuck Daniel is doing, Sam is reading all of Linnea's journal. And um, she realizes that the Dargal had an anti-aging property. And Linnea was about to do some big experiment that went wrong. And everyone that they met on Vias are the elders, but like Benjamin Button style. Yeah. And Dak's like, okay, but like, that doesn't explain where Linnea is because we would know. And she's right. like, think we would i think it's kira yeah and like i was like i don't know this is a, a broad statement yeah um but like stargate found the fountain of youth in season three we've had a lot happen in three seasons and I'm, it makes me really curious as to how we're going to continue going for seven more seasons well, i know we do and i know it does fine yeah. it has all these spinoffs but like yeah. that was my first thought watching this i was like that was a very bold decision to put the fountain of youth in season three but the thing is it's it is but it isn't because it's a fountain of youth but also it has serious negative side effects sure and Mm -hmm. killed all of their crops right (laughs) and also stopped their ability to have children yeah yeah i mean it's not like the perfect fountain of youth but, but it's, it's it's like it's almost better than it being a perfect fountain of youth. no it is i agree but it's like coming off of it's like we come off this huge shari episode we learn about like we have to go find the boy we're on this path and then we like next episode's fountain of youth and it's like these are <laughs> these are not the same but at least this is closing a previously un 
closed like storyline. But is it? Like yeah. she's still alive. We could we could have a relapse. I don't know. So. That is what you're telling Morning, me. No, it, okay. it, it, it closes with a bow. It's a nice enough bow on the end of it. No, it, it definitely it definitely could be. I just I never I there's so you never you never left. trust. You never as, trust. As long it. as they're still alive or like soon enough, like died recently enough, I don't think that they're gonna like I can't just be like, it's over forever. Right. Well, yeah. Um, speaking but, of things I mean, that are, know, so yeah. Speaking of things that are not over forever, this is um, something I totally meant to say at the beginning of the episode and then forgot. So, if you want news and updates, you I guess have to actually listen to the whole episode. Um, <laughs> one of the producers of this show recently posted on Reddit that Amazon Prime is currently in the oh, works of making. A new series. Is this the one that we were talking about like months ago that we like there was like rumors about it, but like three years ago? Yes. Mm, yes. Well, this is this is like literally like two days ago. Right. But the, the rumors have been going around for like years. Correct. The problem is what was said on the Reddit page um, basically said that Amazon is working on this, but no one from the original creative mm. team is involved in any way. So I don't, I think it would be great. I think it would be great, but I don't know. Well, for the original creative team, were they also involved in Atlantis and yes. Discovery? Is that the other one? No, Star Trek. No, universe. 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 Yes. Um. Okay. I didn't know how far we expanded. No, everyone is, uh, I mean, they're not they're not like the main writers anymore as much, but they've sure. always, they've always like Jonathan Glasser and Brad Wright have been involved since day one. Mm -hmm. And neither of them are part mm -hmm. of this conversation at Amazon. And curious, so I'm not curious. Or... Yeah. But the fact that it was posted by someone with a hand in the show on right. Reddit, fans are now like flipping out. Sure. Sure. <sighs> but I'm still trepidatious. Is that a word? Trepidatious. Yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. It's not a frequently used word. It is not a frequently <laughs> used word. Um, but yeah, sorry. When you were talking about Stargate going on forever, I was like, actually, I meant it to say it might just be going on forever. Um, uh, but well, Linnea so could still come back then. I, I suppose so. <laughs> um, back to Linnea. Um, Janet looks at the DNA that they took from these tests they just ran on Kira and the DNA they had on their file from when Linnea was there a few seasons ago. And it is an exact match because the DNA doesn't really lie. Well, they're not in the show. No, here's the thing. This is the thing about DNA. Um, what, happens in a lot of forensic analysis is that they don't do it correctly or they right. use partials of things and compare it but partials get them every time yeah but no actual comparing to identically matching strands of dna taken from in-person blood tests it that is it lines up it, like it's like it is almost picture. like there there is yeah. i don't think there's a single thing that could refute that like no so um 
Um, they're I think having, I'm just uh, in a combative move to, mood today. No, I think you're, the thing is, it's great. You're not wrong. <laughs> but also in this case, it really is <laughs> no, not yeah. a, something we can argue. Right. Um, but of I mean, course, <laughs> you know who does argue? Daniel Jackson. fucking Jackson. They have Every time, it's Daniel Jackson. They have a whole like team briefing where they're explaining how Linnea and Kira are the same person, and he is fighting them tooth and nail. And I literally, I'm going to read you quote word for word what my notes say because I wrote it. <laughs> then I looked at it. I wrote it like I was just watching the episode, and I just wrote my notes. And then I looked down at my notes, and I looked at my parents, and I said, "Sometimes I wish I knew how to be a different person." Not because like I don't like myself, but because I'm confident there's a hundred ways to say this better and more politely than what I wrote. And then I read it to them and my mom was like, I don't know where you came from. I wrote. You came from your father. Obviously. I wrote, Dad <laughs> says that the DNA is an exact match, but Daniel is being a straight bitch boy because he got his dick wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's not incorrect. No, 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 no. There, there's definitely lighter ways to say it. I don't know if that's how I would have phrased it, but <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, so Hammond, who is not blinded by lust, is like, she's not leaving her room until we know what's going on. That's a given. So Daniel goes to tell her this and he's like, I can't tell you everything, but and I'm like, it's really obnoxious. Um, he's really like going to get them killed. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay. So this was the wrong person to confide in, but he's going to probably confide in the wrong person again. Yeah. And like the entire SG team is just going to be like obliterated because Daniel's a moron. He he is the stupidest smart person I've ever experienced. Isn't he? Isn't he? I, like, I genuinely do not understand. No. So, um, Janet and Sam say that they can only find a cure with Kira's help. They realize that they don't have enough experience with the material itself, and they do have to like let Kira in the lab in order to find the cure. Uh, Jack and George are like, please, no, that seems dangerous. And they're like, no, no, you're right. <laughs> but. So um, they agree. Um and Kira comes up with a solution and she's like, okay, test it on me. And they're like, we're going to not test it on you. We're going to test it on Orner instead. And she's like, but what if it doesn't work and it hurts it? And she's like, well, they're like, well, if it doesn't work and it hurts, then it definitely can't be you because then how will we fix it? And I was like, nice play. I feel like I would have taken some more convincing if I was. Oh, for sure. I absolutely would have taken more convincing. Absolutely. No question. I don't think she really wanted to 
Agree. I think it was more of a, she felt very much like she didn't have a choice in that moment. I mean, she didn't, but I would have made it more clear that she didn't. Yeah. Like. Um, but they're basically terrified that she's going to regain her memory. Sure. And so they stab Orner with the needle and he immediately starts seizing, which is horrifying. Not great. Not great. But then he wakes up and his memories are not back. Just had a bad spell there for a minute. So she wants to immediately get back to work. Janet says not yet. They need to like take a minute and breathe because um, human beings need sleep um, and food and water and those things. Um, And they go back. Daniel and Teal take her back to her room and she wants to talk to Daniel alone. And Teal's like, I don't trust her. And Daniel's like, let me fucking talk to her, bro. Yeah. Uh, Why would you trust her? She's the destroyer of the worlds. You know, um, he is stupid. Yes, correct. Um, and but when she's he's talking to her, he finds out that she knows she's figured it out. She's not she's not stupid, and she's like, right. I get it. They won't let me get my memories back because they think I'm her, which makes sense because I've read all her writing and it made sense to me and that all clicks and I, I have I get all it. of the knowledge of the same thing she has knowledge of. Yeah. And she's very upset um, because she doesn't want to be a bad person and she doesn't think she's a bad person, but um, she gets it now. And so he leaves and Jack tries to warn him that all oh, this is a bad idea. He says that he gets it, that it's the first girl he's had feelings for since his wife died, but it, this is not how we do things. And Daniel um, doesn't give a shit what Jack says. It's not like Jack also tragically lost part of his family and then had to move on from his life and like lost the love of his life. His ex-wife's yeah. not his ex-wife's not dead, but they never like were able to fix their marriage because of losing their son. And they also worse. Yeah. She's not dead. They also, last time we saw her, it was very clear that they still love each other. They just know that they will never be able to look at each other without thinking about their dead son, which feels worse. It feels much worse. So like maybe fucking listen to him. Right. Right. Um, Teal also had to leave his wife. Yeah. So maybe, and Sam is never got married, but her ex fiance tried to kill them all on one of the planets they were on Ugh. using, using Bible verses to justify it. So maybe get your oh, head Mr. out of your ass and stop thinking you're the only one with feelings, Daniel. What's the, what's the family name? Boy meets world. The Matthews. Yeah. I was going to say, Oh, Mr. Matthews, but I forgot oh, no. it. second. Mr. Feeney. No, it was Mr. Matthews. It oh, was- it was Miss. Oh, yes, Mr. Matthews yeah. was the one who tried to kill them. Was and like Mrs- the cult leader guy. Yes, yes, you are correct. That's the one thing I remember from this entire series that we've already watched. That was episode two. I forgot everything since then and everything before. Just that one episode is all I remember. <laughs> and I bet you couldn't tell me a single part of the plot, just that he was in it. I can see him doing this. And there was attempted murder involved. Good. 
Good. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. That's my summation <laughs> of episode two of season one. <laughs> um, yeah. So weird. Next time I wrote the word darker or whatever, I wrote darker, like the city in Africa. So I'm not pretty sure it's sure. dark. I don't, I don't dark. think. Yeah, no, dark all sounds correct. Um, I wrote Darfur, like a city in Africa. So that is. Um, Were you uh, playing yeah. World Dole while you watched it? Nope. I just, <laughs> I just can't spell. Great. Um, Kira figures out the antidote and she is like so sure she wants to help more. She's got it solved. It works. She wants to be the one to test it on owner. But Sam and Janet are like, okay, bye. Um, but she steals some and pricks herself on her way back. Because, of course, she did. What did we think was going to happen? I mean... Yeah. Orner gets injected again. He seizes again. But this time his memories come back. And it turns out he is married to Laola. And his actual name is not Orner. It is something else that I never wrote down. So, was Maggie the girl? Was that her name? Or- oh, Ma- it was Maggie, but then it isn't Maggie. It's um, Lyola or whatever. Yeah, again, I didn't remember any of their new names. Great. I, um, I picked one. They each got one name except Kira. Yeah. Um, he was like, okay, this is perfect. Kira needs to take the antidote um, because now we can all go home and save everyone sure uh because he doesn't understand the end of the world is coming that's fine correct um but daniel is like you know what kira was able to figure out the antidote as kira so maybe if we let her go back as kira without taking it she can still save everyone and it'll be fine and she will just live a whole new changed life because she is not who she was in the past Or if you send her back and she's already figured out the antidote, she could just recreate it when she gets there. Not a lot of logic used here, Dan Jackson. No, he, um, yeah, she figured it out. She recreate it and give it to herself. So, like, it's not going to work. So he goes to see her and realizes she did take the antidote and she knows who she is. And they get into a screaming match where she decides that she wants to kill herself because she doesn't want to be Linnea anymore. She isn't that person. She got so much better at helping people. And she has all of Kira's memories and all of Linnea's memories, and she doesn't want to do it anymore. So that's my next amnesia question. Um, (laughs) This is all theoretical because I have no idea the answer. Um, But, like, it seems like the way they phrased it in this scenario was that you still had a lot of the same emotions and drives as you had before. For example, like, that's why Maggie was jealous of Kira, because that was her husband. Right. Like, so I'm like, how come Kira doesn't have any of these, like, evil tendencies? Or if we're going to just let her go back, that's why I was like, is this the end of Linnea? Because, like, if we're going to let her go back with the memory of the antidote, like, regardless of what she says she's going to do, like, why are these, like, same urge is not going to come back up again and like her be this evil monster who kills her I think that is a valid question but I think because 
she actively chose after she had taken it to unmemory herself and do away with the parts of her that were Linnea. Like they're like taking it on good faith because she like had the ability to destroy them all again and chose not to. But like if I was evil, um, I would absolutely be like, great, I'll take the antidote and I'll go back to being on my own. And or I'd take the memory loss thing or whatever. And then I would be like, but I'm gonna like write myself a note that says like, hey dude, take this antidote so you can take over the world again. And like I, I would just pretend. You know, and she would totally like, got away with it. They didn't like double check anything. How do you know? We don't know. Maybe don't she's a bad what, evil person. We don't see what they do all the time. We like every episode we realize there's like been four weeks in between the two episodes. So like maybe they do just like constantly go in and check on these people. They, like, you know, and up. if that's the case, that's totally fine. Yeah, Still wouldn't trust her for more than five minutes because she is the destroyer of worlds. But, you know, you know. Um, but yeah, so basically Daniel convinces her not to kill herself and to take, um, and to basically unremember things and forget everything so that she can like live her life and go back to bias. And, um, she does. And they go back and live happily ever after. For now. It's, yeah, for now. Um, the only trivia in this episode is that this is the first uh world that we've gone to in a stargate that took us to a modern society um because i mean it wasn't modern like 2020 but it was definitely post-industrial revolution which is not something we've seen before um but it also means that they got there yeah it also means they got there on their own which is pretty sweet. Yes. So, um, who would you like to punch? No question, Daniel Jackson. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I would like to also punch him next episode for this episode. Like, I yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does not. Um, he's an idiot. Um, I would also like to punch Jack because he was not very helpful he He just he just kept saying like judgy things that i agreed with but they were kind (laughs) of judgy and he wasn't helping anything or like really uh being a part of any of the progress so for that i'm gonna go ahead and really fair totally fair um who is your mvp you know i'm gonna go with janet because she's like the only logical one that like actually did anything because like sure tilk and then they were like this seems crazy but then like dropped it (laughs) it's like like, no no this is crazy and this is why let's all talk about this now and figure out what's going on yeah, um on that note I will I will give mine to Sam because basically um Sam and Janet are the only reason this episode did anything. Um sure. so yeah, there's it was um it was not 
I didn't hate it while I was watching it, but the more I talk about it, the more I realize it's <laughs> not like a great episode. No, it wasn't a great episode. It was, and it again, it could have very well been timing if we would have been closer to the last Linnea episode. And I don't think it should have been like right after because they did need the time to like, yeah, your storyline. But like, close enough that I didn't forget that it existed, and also like not right after like what I'm guessing yeah. one of the biggest reveals in the episode, like the season or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well. So- with on that note, your thought about it being the biggest reveal in the season. Next week's episode is also major. Are we talking about things three episodes in a row that we've talked about before? Oh, we sure are. Wow. Okay, yeah. Stargate. Next week's yeah, episode is next week's episode is pretty big deal episode. Pretty major. Yeah. Most people say that season three is the best uh, season, and we're about halfway through. And we've had some hit or miss episodes, which kind of means that it's it's gonna be a pretty uh I wouldn't say perfect episode, but it is not 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 a bad, not a bad rest okay. of the season. Okay. That makes me um a little uncertain for our future past season three, but okay. I'm going to get behind it. I hear they- it at all. You can't you hear were, me. You were too oh, far away. I'm, I'm leaned away. No, yeah. I don't, I don't dislike things in the future. I think there's some great things later, but um, in terms of consistency, um, season three tends to be uh, pretty highly rated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. And um, for the rest of the season, there is no episode lower than 7.5. Okay. Okay, but this one was 7.6. So, like, I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, but last the other thing is last week's was seven point three. Yeah, which I don't necessarily think I agree with. I'm gonna take every rating of every Stargate episode with a grain of salt. I don't trust right. anyone who rates Stargate episodes. I mean, you shouldn't really. So, yeah. Mm. All right. Well, with that, I believe we have nothing else to add i don't know if you have anything else to add you know i just want to go into an entire dissertation about amnesia for a minute i will okay. be here for the next four hours if you need me <laughs> right now i am um, but now it does make me want to go learn more and there's so many like keep it weird did a really good podcast episode about memory loss oh did they um okay. yeah so uh if you are also on the like need to rabbit hole off of this specific moment um you should go listen to that episode okay fantastic i like it do i subscribe to keep it weird i don't remember you sure should if you don't i'm a patreon subscriber i really like them and they have like i like them because they're not always the same content every week too it's like they just talk about weird things whether it's scientific or ghosty or cryptid or whatever like it's 
Oh, I don't actually. Well, well, join the club. Welcome. Uh, you started okay. season seven, so you've got a bit of catching up to do. But to be fair, I'm still listening to podcasts from 2014. So. I think this started in 2015, so you're not too far behind then. <laughs> you can start it soon. Yeah, that's great. Cool. All right. Well, if you have another podcast to recommend that I will never have time to listen to, um, or if you have any thoughts about amnesia, please Ugh. send us an email or at deathandaliens at gmail.com or find us on any of the social media at death and aliens. You can follow me on all of the social media at E-M-K-A-Y underscore superstar. And you can find me at cecloud13. And we will talk to you guys on Thursday for Thriller Thursday's first episode of American Horror Story. Yeah. Just like excited. Yeah. Bye. Bye.